vacation. It's gotta be good. If I get thrown out, I'll go live with my mom. Mama, get out the mud. Welcome to the Real Estate and Chill Podcast, the newest and coolest podcast. So tune in. Two experts discussing the real estate market. Loan Officer James Chudley and Associate Real Estate Broker Kevin Iglesias. Beware, this is not another boring podcast. This right here is the shit you need to hear respectfully. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Real Estate and Chill Podcast. I'm Kevin Iglesias, Associate Broker, here with James Chowdhury from Cliffco Mortgage. Today, we have a long overdue episode. The man, the myth, the legend, the man who's been in the business for four years and is already part owner of a bank, my team leader, and my boss. Introducing <laughs> Ryan Riddle. Dude, that's a good one right there. Yeah, it's Yo, nobody's got movie? No, I don't. Yeah, that's good. I clap for myself. That was a good one. Dude, I'm, I'm honored to be here, guys. I really am. We appreciate you being for here. You guys, hands down, I think you've probably been told this a couple of times, but hands down have the best probably... Definitely not probably the best podcast out in the industry right now. So I appreciate you saying and, that. And uh, I like what episode number it is today. <laughs> 69. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going to be on. That's perfect. So introduce yourself, Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Ryan. For everybody who doesn't know, I'm a partner at Cliffco Mortgage Bankers. Uh, I've been in the business, just like you said, November is actually going to be five years for me. Uh, and that's it, man. Just doing my thing. It's funny because I've been in the business longer than you. Uh, and then what are you up to now? But you know, you're five years still, right? I'm five, yeah, just a little bit over five years because I started when I was 18. But tell us a little bit about how you got started in it. What were you doing before? Yeah. I'm sure everybody wants to know. Yeah, so I actually came from the restaurant business. I went to culinary school. Um, I lasted in college. Really? I think a day. Yeah, culinary <laughs> school, bro. I can I picture that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's the it's the energy in the kitchen. Like you go on a Friday, Saturday night, it's chaos, you know, and the mortgage business is a little bit like that when it comes time, you know, when you have tight deadlines, end of the month, right? So you get the same feel, right? Same energy. Uh, but I went to culinary school um, and I actually had my daughter, you know, so when I was going through that whole transition with my wife, you know, obviously we were just dating back then. I actually had my first daughter when I was 21 years old. So I was kind of in the boat, you know, I love the restaurant business and I loved it, but I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket, right? So... Yeah, outside of corporate world, tired of working for people, want to do something on my own. I was already flipping some houses. I met some people in the restaurant business that kind of guided me in the right direction. So I said, you know, I kind of just jumped on it. I said, you know what? One day I told everybody, like, you know, I put my 30 days in at the restaurant. And then I actually uh, was just flipping houses. I was just, you know, driving neighborhoods and prospecting and everything like that. And a couple of months into it, I, you know, I just previously closed on a house for myself. The, you know, my partner now... Um, was like, yo, you'd be really good at mortgages. I'm like, dude, I'm out of sales, man. I'm not, I'm not going through that. I'm good where I'm at. He calls me. You know, he was laying on me. He was kind of leaning on me, trying to get me going. And he called me up, uh, and he's like, yo, I got a house for us. Why don't you come swing down? I come down. He's like, yo, you're going to start mortgages. I'm like, I'm like, maybe it was a blessing in disguise, so I started it. Um, and that's kind of how I got into it. One thing rolled into another. I mean, my first year, I hated the business. I mean, I, you, you started a little different position, but... Yeah, it was tough. It was probably just like real estate. Like the first year, like you're thinking like, did I make the right move? Like, am I yeah. right with the right people? I should go back am to I cooking food. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Wait, what you were know? you making though? What, what kind of, you, you, you were chefing all it, of no? it. Yeah, all of it. No, I really took, um, and it kind of goes like, we'll, we'll talk about it later on in the mortgage business also. I went to culinary school because I was tired of not having the leverage in the restaurant. 
right? Because when you're, you know, when you're front of the house, like, and you get into an argument with your chef, your chef got you by the balls. <laughs> I mean, what he says goes. You you're know? an idiot, sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I don't want, I don't want to have, I don't want anybody to have that leverage over me. And it kind of rolled into the same thing into the mortgage business and how I became a partner is because I just created so much value and had leverage in the in the company yeah. where it kind of felt, you know, you know, I earned it, but I, you know. They, they kind of had to give it to me at a certain point, you know? So the first year was terrible, but how did you become, you know, part owner of the bank? That's crazy. In, yeah. in less than what, five years? Yeah, less than five years. So it was just, vo you know, it's, it's volume and delivering value. So, I mean, when you think of, I mean, and you have the team also, right? So when you think of what the beginning was like, what you do for your people, all the work that you did that was unpaid for and everything like that, it's the same story, right? So there was years that I worked, putting the money back into the team, back into the company, doing stuff for the company, not for myself, right? Unpaid, unrealized, right? No, numerous conversations from everybody, like, why are you doing it? Like, you should be getting paid. Like, nah, I put the value in, I, and with the value, it came volume for me, right? And with the volume came leverage in the company. Um, and then it was, it was making differences, you know? Uh, Probably since I started, I mean, it's got to be about two, three hundred percent that the company's grew since I've been there. Wow, that's and now, uh, you know, just the team itself at Cliffco, I mean, we're fifty-five percent of the company's volume. Just the team, you wow. know. So, and now I'm uh, part of it. And now you're part of it, yeah, man. <laughs> I've been chasing you. I know it was funny. You know how long this was in the works? Yeah, it was in the works for a long time before we even said anything. Yeah. It was like what, like six months? Yeah, we were talking about it for six months. I was like, Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And then Ryan was like. Well, let me tell you what I'm doing. And I was just like, all right, I'm always open ears, right? Yeah. I hear it. And I'm just like, this is going to change the industry. Like, yeah. and I want to be part of that. You know what I mean? So tell us a little about like what your vision was, like with all the different things you're doing right now, tell us what your vision behind it was. Yeah. So, uh, and it kind of leans off of what we were just talking about. So everything that I'm able to do now, it's because even though I supported the company and did stuff just to do it for the company, everything that I'm creating now was because they gave me a shot at that time, right? Because everything that I worked for with, with, with probably no recognition, no pay and nothing. Now I got the support to them to actually get to the spot I am now. So, you know, if I didn't do all that and I kind of went off on my own and I kind of did my own thing, it's kind of like the real estate industry now is so diluted, right? Even, even at certain real estate companies and like, you'll have someone that starts just started yesterday. And they're like, nah, 100%. What, what are you going to do? 100% of nothing is nothing. <laughs> right? So they gave me the opportunity to do now. But the vision was, I remember when I started, and you could ask Justin, right? I remember when I started, I said, I'm going to you know, I'm gonna get big into social media. I actually never really did, right? I'm providing the tools to it, but you got a 10 times better brand than me, right? So both of you guys. Um, so I always wanted to create that element that wasn't in the market. When you think about mortgage banks now, True mortgage banks, not teams at companies like the real owners. Everybody's in their 60s. Everybody's in their 70s. Everybody's comfortable where they're at. Nobody even wants to move. Even my partner was a little bit older. He's very comfortable where he's at. There's no young mindset in the mortgage industry to change the way business is done. There's not. Between the technology stacks, between branding, between media, between everything that's got to be inside of the business, no one is doing it. So I just started small, right? So my first year, I was just worried about myself. My second year, I started building a team. Um, my third year, I didn't know COVID was going to come about. <laughs> um, but I remember, so where it really started was I was always focused on it, 
but was just trying to build up the volume in the team to actually be able to support it. But when COVID came, our business really exploded. And I met JB through um, another loan officer, and they were like, uh, he's a realtor also, and he's like, yeah, you guys got to meet. Right. And it's going to really amount to something. When I met him, I realized, like, this is a whole nother element that I could break into the market with. Right. Training agents, creating events, media. And it kind of came into fruition. So it, it was a two like it started from year one. So the one thing that I did that a lot of loan officers don't do is my first year when I was only clo- closing a couple of deals, I barely paid myself. I mean, I think my first year I paid myself 30 grand and I was closing deals just so I could leave money in the company to hire an assistant because I'm always thinking about my next move. Like. You, you guys saw the studio, right? We're building out the studio right now. Like, I'm already thinking, like, that's past me, right? I'm already thinking, what's the next thing going to be in the next couple of years? What's, what's going to be the, you know, the mark? Because what's going to happen is we're going to create this stuff. And everything that we're doing right now, it's one or two things that are going to happen. It's either there's not going to be enough people on the island doing it. It's going to be very expensive to do this type of stuff, right? So you're going to need relationships. You're going to need to make noise. You're going to need to do volume because you're going to have to have the money to support it. Or everybody's going to start doing it and something else is going to be the next thing. So I'm already thinking on what the next thing is. Um, Any insight on what the next thing is right now? No clue. No clue yet? No clue. I mean, social media is... It's what, huge. It's what it is right now. Like, that's just what it is. What, what you got, like, when I think of social media, it's, like, same thing with the conference, right? I'm not... I'm not thinking about it on small, and I think a lot of people think about it on a small aspect. Like, like if I was you, I would think about... How do I get, you know, how do I get this presence? How do I start doing it in Florida, right? And you could be thinking, I'm just speaking it, right? How do I do it in Florida? How do I do it here? Like, how do I take it out? So really the conference and the social media platform is how do I go out and build this brand in other states? And we're doing it. We're going to start upstate. I got someone down in Charlotte that we're doing. We're going to go down into Florida. So now it's the same way that we do business here with the media. We're going to go down and do it there, right? Between business to business, right? I could create the company name in local communities, just going to business to business. Not even going after the realtors or certain markets, but building your brand that way. Um, so the next thing for me is probably bringing that, you know, if everybody's doing the media locally, bringing it from state to state, right? And, may, you know, maybe there's something else to it. Really, in our industry, it's the technology is going to be the next step. Who's got the best technology stack? And that's something that we're working on now. So what... Like switched in your mind, like in the beginning, like when you were thinking about like social yeah. media, the next thing, like what triggered that for you? So my goal when I was in the restaurant business was like, it's right. It's freedom, right? What I liked about the restaurant business that the owners had freedom, right? You, you started a little bit later, like they really didn't have a position. They would come in and out. They would hang out with their friends, get lunch with their friends, right? Like you have that whole set. So I knew when I was thinking about the restaurant business, how do I go? Right when I started, I'm like, how do I go to three restaurants, right? Because when you're on one, you're like, you're sitting there, you're cleaning tables, you're doing this, right? There's not enough money, right? Yeah. Um, how do I get to three? The same thing. I'm sitting in my first year in the business. I'm sitting there. I'm like, dude, this is really fucking tough. Like, and I was doing a couple of deals a month, but I'm like, I couldn't see the vision of how do I get to where I'm at now? 15, 20 loans a month, right? 25 loans a month, right? I couldn't see, like, I just didn't know the business good enough. Like, obviously, I see how I, I believe that if I really was just concentrated as being a loan officer, I could do 40 deals a month myself, right? I believe it. But how do you get that freedom? How do you work on the stuff that you want to work on? You know, if maybe if you didn't have the team, you wouldn't have enough time to do everything that you do and connect with yourself, right? I see you grinding. You're up early. You're at the gym. You're doing everything that you're doing. There's there's some of that revenue that's coming from somewhere that's helping you enjoy and connect with yourself doing stuff yeah, like that. I agree 100%. You got to have a team in this business. Yeah. You know, you got to have people that you rely on. Yeah. Um, if not, you can't do everything that you that you that you want to do yeah 
And just touching base on that, you guys had a entrepreneurial conference, a mega yeah. conference that you guys had. Yeah. What made you want to put that together? Because it's never been done before in Ohio. <laughs> and I feel like when I think of Cliffco, I think of you guys shaking up the industry, yeah. doing things uh, that nobody has done before, you know, being trendsetters. That's what that's I think that, about. That's awesome. Yeah. That, I mean, that's definitely the goal. So that's... Uh, <laughs> so I was running for uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society for the man of the year, right? And this was COVID. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm from the restaurant business. I'm going to call a bunch of people. I'll throw a couple of parties. We'll raise money. It'll be so easy. And now I'm starting to call people. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm calling people in the worst time that they ever went through in their life, asking them to throw me a bone. Who the hell am I for them to throw me a bone? And it was just, it's just not something I could have, you know, I felt comfortable doing myself. So I'm sitting at my desk and I'm like, Kel JB, like, you know, what the fuck am I going to do, man? And I'm like, I got an idea. Let's do a webinar with Grant Cardone. JB's a 10X licensee. And he's like, yeah, I could probably get him for like, I think it was like 25,000. So I'm like, 25,000. I'm like, do it. Right. He comes back. It was like, it was 50 grand. So we cut 50 grand. Um, I have this guy, I'm not even going to mention any names, down in Florida who did some of Grant Cardone's events, running the ads and everything else. We're a couple weeks out, one ticket sold. I'm like, what? Really? (laughs) I wasn't wasn't expecting that. I'm like 70 grand into it. I'm like, no fucking way. So JB's like, dude, I could probably get him here for like 100 grand. I'm like, you get him here for 100 grand, we're doing it. Like, we'll do something in person. He comes back, it's 200 grand. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck it. Let's do it. You know, I'm like, so just like everything else in my life, steamrolling to the fullest. Um, it started there. And I looked across from JB. I said, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Um, but I need help. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, this falls on, like, this falls in like, right on you, like, in what, and what you do. I, this was middle of 2020. The industry was crazy. I mean, I was working 18 yeah. hours a day. I felt like I was leaving, getting nothing accomplished. But you know, what's crazy is that people were complaining that they weren't busy in 2020 or yeah. they do they too scared to be practicing. I mean, real estate yeah. wise, like realtor wise, they're yeah. like, Oh, we can't door knock. We can't cold call. We can't show homes. All excuses. And it, exactly. 100%. And illegal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's why they so, did no business. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> we'll continue. I'm sorry. Um, so, so it's, it started there and I looked across from JB. I'm like, let's do this. And it, it kind of just steamrolled into what it is and how the media came about is we were reaching out to people for media and everything. And the numbers that we were getting, we're like, dude, we could start our own fucking media company. You know what I mean? Like, what, like, what are we doing here? Like, let's, let's start there. So, um, and it kind of just steamrolled. And then when you get so deep into it, you know, I, I lost a decent amount of money on the event. I have no shame of saying it, you know, but it, it leveled me up to where like, I know I'm going to crush this next one, right? We're, you know, we're going to crush this next one. And it's going to, it's a much bigger picture. It wasn't just that one. Cause once you get so into it and I realized that, you know, we weren't going to recoup the money, I wasn't going to start settling on standard of the event. I mean, I remember I was on, I was on Bradley's podcast. Uh, I was on dropping bombs and the guy's like, dude, you had entrepreneur toothbrushes in the bathroom. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> all about branding. It's, you know, like that's, that's the impression that we wanted to leave. And, you know, now we're doing the next one with 2000 people, but it's, it's regardless of that. I mean, the conference, it was like, we had to put, we really put that thing together in 45 days because COVID guidelines kept knocking us over and then speakers oh, couldn't man. come. And it was, yeah, it, it was crazy, you know, but, um, we, we spent over a million dollars and, you know, um, I'm just ready for the next one, man. It's it's the connections that we make from it. Forget about the people in the, in the crowd, right? It was great connecting with a lot of people in the crowd and, and getting that awareness, but it's having the relationship with Renee Rodriguez now and picking his mind, one of the biggest mortgage trainers 
in the country, right? It's it's being able to go and dropping bombs and connecting with Bradley, Man, right, and getting his mindset. That's sick. And you know, I'm sitting in I'm sitting in his green room, and the ideas that he's giving us in a couple of minutes, I'm like, shit. This is the people I got to be around, you know, and that's what it's about taking to the next level. And if I could take that and bring that to all the people that we're doing business with locally and bring those people in. Right. We had Renee throwing a throwing an event at our building. Right. I'm going to get Bradley down like he's going to do some if we get these people. Now we can inspire you and have some have some thoughts on how to grow your business. Right. Or even if we look at each other and we're like, yo, guys, you know what? Next year, let's do this in Florida. Let's do another one. And you're like, I want to expand into Florida. Now, how can I give that stage to help you build your business? Right. It's it's thinking much bigger than that. Even the social media is yeah. thinking much bigger than just locally. I mean, you guys have a great setup here. You know, you really branded yourself locally. It's like, now how do you take it to the next level? Like, what's the next level for you, right, with with the brand that you already built yourself? And that's what we talk about with the media company, with JB and everything that we're doing in the company. It's it's what's what's making us jump and, you know, I don't want to say it, but you said it be be trendsetters in the industry. I appreciate that. I really do because it's definitely something that we're trying to do. But it's thinking of it to the next level. Yeah, and I, I think, I mean, just hearing you speak about all these things, you tr you know, you're you're going to be doing. I'm not even going to say trying because yeah. obviously you're a big risk taker in anything that you say you're going to do. Yeah, you do. Sounds like Cliffco is going to take over not only Long Island but trying, man. Uh, but you know, a couple of the states. Is? Like, no disrespect to Cliffco, this company I'm at, right? <laughs> but, like, no disrespect. Hey, watch what you say. Yeah, yeah, man, cut your checks. This guy, <laughs> yo, this guy just had to throw a punch, all right? <laughs> but the thing is, like, I didn't know about Cliffco until you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I didn't know about it. I wouldn't be there yeah. if it wasn't for you. So it's just like. Just, but that just emphasizes his branding, his, his, his mindset. But, like, the things that you're doing, like, you know, when I was at a different place, I was, like, seeing the stuff you're doing and, like, seeing all the trainings and all that stuff. And I'm like, yo, I want to be a part of it. I want to do things like that. Like, I want to, like, be yeah. able to help my referral partners in that way. And I couldn't. Like, I, I didn't. I, I wasn't able to do that. And then um, now you're doing all these things. You're just thinking outside the box. Like, I don't see anybody else. Like, and this is not for me. I just came here this month, right? I, I came to Cliff Go, like, August 1st. But, like, I don't see anybody else doing anything close to, like, like entrepreneurship conference, like, studios in-house. Like, all these different things that you guys are doing. So you guys meeting mindset. us now? Then the owners aren't hungry, man. The industry, the, uh, the mortgage business, like, the real estate uh, business is... I feel like you guys are always reinventing yourselves and getting out there and moving, right? I mean, there's some stagnant brands out there, right? We're not going to name them, but the mortgage companies, they're old, bro. You know, and, and and locally, if you go out of New York State to these bigger companies, they're too big to implement what we're doing. If it's costing us over a million dollars, it would cost them millions of dollars. No one's putting that investment in. Even locally, what we're doing, someone's going to build a studio that we're building for our referral partners and our LOs to spend over a million dollars, half a million dollar build out, put the staff into it, right? No, one, who's going to manage it? Like no one's, no one's going to do that stuff. So it's, again, it's like, it's, it's aligning your people with like-minded people and believing in the vision, you know, right? I was targeting you for a reason because I saw that you, what you're doing and now I had value to deliver, right? And it's going after the right people in the industry that believe it. You came in because you believe the vision and what we're doing, right? You know, our referral partners, then when they come in and they see everything, it's because they believe the vision. And it's, and it's helping unite more like-minded people because everything that we're doing here for our businesses, it does get expensive, right? So you got to do it together to be able to get to the next level. 100%. You guys are very supportive of uh, your referral partners and people yeah. that work for you. You know, yeah. we have an event, November 13th at Nassau Coliseum. Yeah. Yes. You guys are... Uh, 
our platinum sponsor. I you know, it, yeah. and, and no, it's our pleasure. You, you know, it's crazy is that you guys saw the vision as well. Yeah, I feel like we're pretty much, you know, eye to eye and and taking it things into a much yeah bigger expansion. Right, can, I, can I say something what? like about like our uh, me and Kevin had like a little bit of a. Thing I was before. arguing with this guy for like a week. <laughs> he would he would call me at nine o'clock at night. Are you sure you want to do it in that I'm like, bro, it's nine o'clock at night. I want my wife and my kids. Stop calling me about this. Legit. I was just like, yo, leave me alone. So you wanted to do it. This. He didn't want to do it. I told him from the start. I said this has never been done before. He wanted to do it. I was like on the fence because I was like, yo, this is big. Like, what like was making you be on the fence about it? I'm not gonna lie. It was uh, I was moving companies. I was like building out business stuff. So yeah. I was like, it's a lot of work. Like this is a lot of work to do. So I was thinking like, yo, are we going to be able to fill out this arena with like the, you know, the following that we have That's now? A question. But the thing is like, when I was thinking about it and like Kevin and I were talking about it, Kevin was like, yo, we have to do this. It's not an option. I was like, Kevin, I hate you, but I love you at the same time. Like I believe, I believe what you say. And I believe in you. So I was like, all right, we'll do it. Like whatever. And then I remember when I came to your office, you were like, bro, don't even think about doing an LAU post. Like, he was like, you guys got Nassau Coliseum, do it. And I was just like, all right. Like, everyone, you, like, you guys are like, you guys are both people that, like, you know, help me get my mind straight. So it was like, it took me, me right so away. long to even land the appointment. And this guy's over here <laughs> called me for a week straight. Well, dude, you know, I was thinking about what the fuck I did wrong because we were going to try to do the conference there. And, you know, we got the numbers. And, you know, for like, you know, that would have been sick for the Coliseum. But for the, the amount of time we need for the setup and everything, it would have been like 200 grand for the venue. So he's calling me up and he's like, yeah, we're going to do a NASA call Sam. I'm like, you had a NASA call? I'm like, fucking do it. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Exactly. It was a no brainer. Yeah. Think about it now. That definitely was, uh, I don't know why I thought about it too much. I don't, I overthink things sometimes. You know what the problem is? Even if it's half of what it turned, what in your head, what you want it to be, it's going to be the biggest thing that, that everybody, anybody's ever did in that category. Period. Yeah. 100%. Period. And, you know, we, we think just like you guys, you know, setting trends, doing things that people haven't done before. Everybody wants to be a part of something exclusive and something something new. Yeah. You know, that's why the Hamptons it's true. is the Hamptons because it's exactly. exclusive. Exclusivity. Yeah. That's what they sell. You're a part of a certain group of yeah. people. So I was like, look, we have to do this. It took me over a month to land this venue. Literally cold calling every day, sending the same email every day, just tweaking the little things here and there. No, one, no one's there. It's like a ghost town, too. No I one know. answers. There's <laughs> a lot of work. I, I get know. him. I respect it. When he, when he told me, I remember I was sitting in my car in the parking lot. I'm talking to you, and you're like, you're like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, what's making you like not do it? And he's like, ah, uh, you know, like going over the... But I'm like, nah, dude, you got to fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to do you it. You just said it straight. And then I came to the office the other day, and you, like one of the days after that, and you were just like, bro, stop thinking about it. Just do it. Like, don't even think twice about it. Yeah. But I was like, uh, yeah, it was it was definitely. But looking back at it now, I realized, like, my, because I was just, that was my first time ever switching companies. Yeah. I was not in the right headspace. I was, like, thinking about, like, a million things at once. I was like, oh, I'm going to get used to the system, everything like that. Switching from, like, a different LOS, like, it was tough. But You think he's just nervous about losing in front of more people? Yo, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yo, honestly. We, we we just had the teams. You're not playing for some reason. Nah, I can't. Yeah, no. Nah, it would be, it would it wouldn't be good. I'm so shocked I'm about you uh, in cooking classes. I yeah. can't picture it. Yeah. I feel like you got that Tony Soprano <laughs> look and like forget about <laughs> it. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jimmy, get the bag. You don't like my food. <laughs> All right, let's jump back into like real estate relationships. So yeah. one thing that you focus heavily on is the relationship between the lender and the realtor. Yeah. So tell us. A little bit about what your idea and what your vision is on the relationship between the two. Yeah, so what I try to 
train everybody. You know what the problem is? The business is flooded with people. Now I'm sure you get calls all fucking day long. Uh, let's meet. Let's do this. Loan officers? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's the one thing. Like, why do loan officers always call the realtor? Like, hey, we should do business. It's like, all right, send me a deal yeah, for yeah. a second. <laughs> yeah, right. Or let me provide value in a way, right? So true. I tell them all the time, and especially with what we're doing, like, we're, we're creating a niche with the media, right? Or, or the training, right? So either go after newer agents and build those long-lasting relationships or go after people that are doing media because you have instant value for them, right? They... Loan officers are targeting people because they think they can get business or those people have to give without giving any value. I could have met you 47 times, right? If I met you and I didn't feel like I had something to give to you, I want to know you. I want to be friends with you. I want to be cordial with you. But I don't want to do business with you because I have no value. It'll be a one-way street. Yeah. So loan officers are trained just to sit at a desk, call, call, call. We got to do X amount of deals a month. They're not being taught how to bring value to their agents. Or I see loan officers change all the time. And you probably see it with same people with agents on teams. They're moving to people and following people just to be in like a certain limelight or actually not to produce and not to be trained or overpromised and underdelivered. That's that's not what it's about. When we sit down, when I sit down with a loan officer, like these are the tools that we have. Do you think you could bring value or build your business off of it? There's your value. It's not, I'm not gonna call a 70 year old, a 72 year old agent being like, Dude, I got this sick media studio. But now you just come and see it. Like, there's, we're just not going to do business together. You know, so it's focusing on how you're going to deliver value. Because the food chain is tough, right? I'm working on a system to be able to give more leads out. But that's not how the food chain works, right? And for you guys, it's a little bit different, right? You'll have your one or two, maybe three relationships that you use depending on the type of deal. But, I mean, we work. I mean, if you're a busy loan officer, I mean, you're working with 40, 50 agents. You know, I. If I was getting that many deals, I would be a real estate agent, right? <laughs> so the food chain just don't work that way. So how you can support and provide value in other ways. And that's what the loan officers have to think about is when you're starting in the business, what value or what does that place have the value um, for you to give? What, what are they supplying you with? So that, that's all it's about. And it's a connection. I mean, you can't, you know, you're, you're, you're extremely successful, right? Maybe if I was a loan, you know, if I was a loan officer and I was going after you, maybe we want a job. I have no fucking clue. Maybe you don't like the way that I do business, right? So it's just more to it than just trying to strike a deal, right? But I, I hear, I hear the loan officers in my office all the time calling up, like, oh yeah, I'm trying to get lunch to this person. What you tell them? Let's get lunch. Lunch, <laughs> <laughs> like the pitch has got to be different than that. Yeah, you know. I'm surprised my like honestly, I thought my pitch was amazing, and then when like I sat down. Like with JB talking about it, he yeah. was like telling me, he's like, it's good, make these changes. Once I made those changes, it was game over. Like Kevin, be an example, like we sat down again, right? Like after after I switched, I was talking to you, showing you everything we were doing. We strategized a whole new plan for you yeah. right after right after I moved, right? 100%? Yeah, 100%, definitely. That's, yes. that's what it's about. And that's why, you know, JB is another big piece to what we're doing because we're sitting down, we're creating business plans. And it's not to say, I mean, some agents, I feel like sometimes get offended. Like I remember, I'm not going to say any names, but I was sitting down with uh, a broker owner of a, a large um, real estate company. And I was telling him like what we're doing. He's got, I, I got the best training. We have the best marketing. Do you? I actually think your brand is dying, but if that's what you believe, <laughs> you know, if that's what you believe, then so be it. I said, I said, do, do you feel like your real estate agent, you know, all your all your agents believe, you know, feel the same way as you do? Absolutely. I said that's great because I couldn't say that about mine, you know, and that relationship just didn't, you know, wasn't going to work there. But it's, you know, 
the business plans we can line out for people. I'm, we're really trying to just provide the value where the value is needed. It's not even like we go into the, you know, with what we're building out with the media team, the marketing company, um, the training, it's like, we're, we're just looking to fill a need. Like where's the need? It, it could be none of the fact it could be personally, right? Like maybe, you know, JB has helped me a ton of, uh, you know, a lot of my business. It's it's good to have people that you can bounce things off of. And that's that's what another thing with the conference, the people you meet at the conferences, the relationships, the networking that you get done. I've met people that we go back and forth and I have an idea, complete, completely different industries, but they have 300 employees. They have 200 employees or they're doing this and they're doing that. And you can bounce ideas off. It's good to have people like that just to think out loud, you know? Yeah, 100%. I think that... Like some people think that you can't continue learning. Like they think that they know everything. And like, I think that's kind of like a downfall of some people. Yeah. I don't know if you guys agree. I do actually. I was just actually driving out here. I was listening to uh, the Ed Milet show because uh, I'm a big fan trying to get him on the next conference. But um, he was on, he had this guy, uh, it's called the angry therapist. The guy's fire. And he said, you know, Ed Milet just said, uh, you know, I can't quote it perfect, but if you want to, you know, if, if pretty much if you want to have, if you want to show somebody who you really are, that you have to talk about your, imperf- you know, your imperfections rather than trying to show that you're perfect, you're perfected. Yeah. Right. And, um, if you're not trying to learn everything else again, it's, it's the people that are my position at the other companies. I made it. I'm doing over, I'm doing a billion and a half in origination out of company. I got this many loan officers. It's only going to last so long. Honestly, one thing I like you know, it's, if I have an idea or I talk to you about it, like you just try to make the idea better or like help me out with whatever I can in that way. Or we try to implement, do something together with it. Yeah. Like seminar, like things that I'm trying to do as well. Like, you know, you're telling me, I'm saying like, oh, I'm going to throw the seminar. You're like, no, you should be doing the seminar once a month, like at least once a month. And it's like always good to have that push. Yeah. Like, and like for me, like I'll never stop learning obviously. And I'm sure you'll say the same thing yeah. and I'm sure you'll say the same thing. So it's like continuous learning, like through different things. It's definitely super helpful. And I mean, I don't, I don't know if you would say this, but you think that's that, that like eagerness to learn has helped you get to where you are today? Oh, absolutely. And it, and it's goals. You have to align your goals. You told me there's certain goals that you want to hit. I'm not doing my job if you, we're not getting those goals. You know, you could do them on your own, but sometimes it's easier just to do you, you know do it when you have a couple of people pushing you, right? Right. Because um, you know everybody doesn't have the same risk tolerance also when you do certain things right same same thing like that's why you guys are a good duo because he's like dude like we're doing it <laughs> i'm <laughs> all in like, <laughs> like, you know like you you know it's good to have that push and you got to find those people that you connect with uh it's the same thing in the partnership at the bank you know one, one of my partners is very conservative you know you know we're you know i'm not conservative right you yeah. know I'm fortunate enough that we have the tenure in the business and, you know, the reserves and the establishment and the foundation that, that we have, right, from what they started 32 years ago. But, you know, that's why you need the balance and you got to take those risks and, those, and you know, and, and the goals. I think the hardest part starting off in any industry is no one figures out what the goal They really don't know what they want. You know how many times I sit down with loan officers and you probably sit down with real estate agents where they're like, no, well, I want X. Good, I'll give you X. You're not going to put anything into your business that's going to help to get you to the next level. You're going to be moving companies or going somewhere else because you're going to think it's us when it was really you because they're not, you haven't figured out exactly what you want in the business. You don't wake up every morning saying, uh, well, I hope I just get another listing. No, you said, I want to make this much money. I need this many listings. Or I need this many people. I got to do this much volume, right? Yeah, it's true. You know, and, and no, you got you to set the goal. So you told me what your goal is. You're not going to do it with one seminar. Yeah. You have a great brand already. Do it every month. Provide value. We have value to provide. We have information to give. 
Yeah. You know? It's true. Now, now you now you got a much bigger space and a much bigger support system. I mean, the last seminar you did, yesterday's price was not today's price, was completely like sold out. You know, there was only yeah. X amount of seats. I don't know how much how many seats. Uh, I think well, the feet? conference center now we could fit we could fit over sixty, and then once the studios done, we could fit over one hundred and twenty five. Yeah, so I think this new seminar that you're gonna have in September is gonna be really dope because yeah. yeah. a lot of people wanted to come. Yeah. Last year was it was funny because people wanted to come, but I couldn't like. I but you know what but. you know what, what Ryan is saying is true though. Consistency is what brings you to the next level. Yeah, you 100%. can't do a seminar every once in a while. It's got to be every month, every month, every month, every month, and provide as much value and knowledge to the to your referral partners as possible. Yeah, because when you when they start seeing so when 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 other agents start seeing that they're gonna feel like they're missing something. What do now these agents in the room know that I don't know, right? And I'm a big believer of Renee Rodriguez says all the time, this is the age of attraction, right? Or if you talk to some other people, we're, we have a flex culture now, right? Our generation, yeah, right? And I believe it. And Yo, where's the confetti and the money coming? We don't need, we haven't brought that out in a while. <laughs> oh my gosh. But we're, this, this is what the nation, you know, the whole nation is like that, right? So why not, you know, you know, I, you know make it, make it even, make your brand even more, I, you know, if, if you already have a great platform, right, both you guys, and you have this much attention already, what's going to help you get to the next level of attention? And with that next level of attention, what opportunity it's going to bring you? Maybe it's another business adventure. Maybe it's more, more, you know, more, more agents. Maybe, you know, you never know what it lies. Every time I've tried to get more attention, I've opened up another business. Attention so, is currency in this, yeah, in this uh, industry that we're in. With the attention age, attention age. And now all these things are coming out with Instagram with recommendations that like are going to allow people like us. I feel like we're underrated. I feel like the uh, the real estate professionals like in the industry are really underrated because I feel like a lot of people put a time a lot of time and effort into this into what they do and they don't get the recognition that they deserve. And I think that now the changes being made on different platforms like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, like there's a lot of changes that are about to be made into it, and it's going to give that recognition to these people even. You know more. how you get that recognition. By doing a, a charity event at Nassau Coliseum. That's true. <laughs> Something that no one's done. <laughs> That's true. And it's all for the kids, too. Our goal is to raise $50,000 for St. Jude's Children's great, Hospital. Man. So it's an amazing event. We're glad to have you guys uh, support. Yeah. Two things I want to touch base on is... Um, Something you said very interesting. You know, you lost money with the Entrepreneur Conference, yeah. which was a mega conference. But what you said after that, the connections that you made are priceless. Priceless. Because the value that they're adding to you So is much, man. So out of this world. And you know what that did is, you know, from having the exposure there, right? I, I remember after the conference, I mean, for the most part, after the conference, I mean, there wasn't a meeting that I couldn't get, right? Um, I had business opportunities brought to me. Um, you know, all of our businesses did very well after that, right? You know, so it's, it's again, it's, it's you're, you're saying that you, you feel like the real estate industry is a little... Uh, underserved let's just call it right when it comes to that um, when it comes to recognition and everything like that but is it or are the people that are bringing it to different areas different states and doing next level stuff like you're looking to do getting the recognition i think that could be true too like being being a local celebrity is great like a lot a lot of people are trying to be local celebrities right it's only going to get you local opportunities. And go go, so go global. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that, you know, we, we have this conversation every now and then. It's like, all right, we, we have a good uh, platform. We have a good backing, a good support locally. How do we take this globally into other states? 
And we always talk about, look, we have to get other guests from other states yep. to come on the show because their audience is going to help our audience and it's going to be a collaboration. But with like-minded people. So now I'm already, I'm telling you, right? I'm going to Charlotte. I'm going upstate. I'm going to Florida. I'm going to have space there. What else do you need? What yep. else do you need, right? It's it's going with the like-minded people that are going to allow you to. Yeah. So same thing with JB, right? You know, JB's got his training. I want to see his training explode. Like that entrepreneur conference helped his training explode. He's training the largest real estate team in the country now. He's on their panel of trainers, right? When I go to Florida now, right? When I go open up in Charlotte and, you know, even though we have an agreement on the training end of it for business, like it's going to be exciting to see where his business goes. And I know that when he starts meeting all those people and exploding, he's going to want to bring it back to Cliffco because we grew that together. You know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. What do you... You know, I think some people just like don't believe um, that other people want to see them do really good. But I would love nothing more than to go open up an office in Florida. And now you're like, Yo, I got 10 agents in Florida because now you have the spot there. You have the backing there. You have the support there. Right. Because because we did it together. I mean, it's it's again, it's who you're working with. I have all the opportunities that I have because the people that I align myself with help me get to that le level. My partners. As much as, as as much volume as I brought in, as much revenue, as many people, right? Uh, you know, pushing them to take a little bit more risk, all that, right? We all came together, but because their transparency, their loyalty, um, their integrity, I was able to do that. I have a big person starting um, today, actually, at the company that has a great platform, half a million people in a chat that he guides on home ownership. I mean, this guy makes a post. Right. And he gets and he gets a mortgage. Everybody was small minded. I mean, they were short sighted. They couldn't help him get to the next level. I'm going to take that. And now maybe that's taking our real estate agents that do want to go to the next level out of state and using his funnels and his ads that he's driving to create buyers to go into new areas. Right. Yeah. I love it. Again, what's the goal? What's your goal? Uh, we're not good partners. If you say I want to go to Florida and we don't <laughs> help you get there, we're not good partners. Right. Or we need to acknowledge that you're gonna have to go to that partner or find that other partner that's gonna help endorse that other adventure, you know? A lot of knowledge, a lot of gems. You know, again, like I said, you guys are doing things that most banks don't do. Definitely trend setting. And if you can't see the takeover now, you, you, you gotta be blind. <laughs> you gotta be forced to. You gotta be blind. <laughs> Not only that, but I just wanna say this, on a personal level, you guys are doing something for me, uh, a pre-approval. And I mean, I'm excited to work with you guys, yeah. you know, buying some more real estate and uh, surrounding yourself with, you know, like-minded individuals. So I appreciate all you guys' help and I appreciate you being here, man. It's, no, it's man, an honor. It's, no, it's, no, it's an honor for me. Uh, I've been uh, I've been watching on the outside in waiting to get in, so. It was meant to happen. It was going to happen. Well, I, I think I think it was meant to happen exactly when it did because it's the episode number. <laughs> so, you know, so. But you know what's funny? And, I'll, and I'll, I'll say this off the record. If you don't want, you know, you can cut it out, but he would call me nonstop. He's the type of person that he just overanalyzes things Every, so I much. See, yeah, yeah. And he'll call me. He's like, Kev, what do you think I should do? I'm like, bro, they're providing you with so much value, so many tools that you don't have right now. What are you thinking about? Uh, yeah. He's like, well, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a big, it's a big risk. You know, it's a big yeah. step for anybody, but you can't, you have to take risks in order to grow. Absolutely. And I'm the type of person who's like, I'd rather take the risk and learn from it. If I do lose, then not take the risk and beat myself up for it. And be yeah. like, damn, I didn't take that risk. Well, we'll, we'll uh, nudge it into him a little yeah. bit to be a little bit <laughs> We'll more hit him with the bat a couple Yo, times. That's the thing though. Literally, when I, 
do you remember when I told you I was coming? Mm-hmm. I literally told you just like that. I was just like, I was like, I'm thinking about it too much. I'm just going to do it. And then I just did it. And then like first month, I don't even know how many deals I've submitted. My business is already like, like, I'm not going to say exploded, but like it's already moved up. And I've already got my first clear to close under in 15 days. It's great. Which was insane. I've never had a 15 day clear to close before. I don't think I did either. No, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it's been nice. It's, it's definitely been nice. So I'm excited for the future of my career at Cliff Go. I'm excited for all the things you're doing at yeah, Cliff Go. Me too. And what do you think, like, where do you see yourself in like five? Because did we say how old you are? Or do you want to say it? Or you yeah, don't it doesn't matter. I'm 29. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's young. <laughs> That's, that's crazy. <laughs> what, what do you What do you want to be at in the next five years? Uh, next five years, I mean, for me, it's all uh, it's all volume based and origination based. But I would like to see the company pretty much, you know, locally double what we are locally. Which we're going to get there way before. We're probably going to get there by second quarter of next year. Um, but five years is, you know, a bunch of you guys that, that are with the company right now, having teams and reaching your goals. If you guys reach your goals, my goals are going to be fulfilled. You know, so, you know, I know what my goals are. You know, I didn't share them, but, you know, I have two daughters. You know, I have a son, too, but I have my two daughters. You know, there's goals for all my children that, you know, I'm already buying them houses. They already have college funds set up. You know, there's, uh, you know, the world out there could be a scary place when you're first starting, right? And, uh, you know, it's a lot of people that mislead you and everything. And I just want to make sure my kids are good. So my focus is my kids. My focus is getting you guys to the goals that you guys want to achieve. That's why I, I, I analyze your businesses so much because uh, I want to make sure that you hit them. Because if I hit them, I'm going to get there. But it's company double the size locally, us in a couple of different states. And, um, you know, really, uh, you know, just changing the way that business is done. I could see it. That's why I'm here. Yeah. But <laughs> any 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 other gems you want to drop before we... Uh and no, this man, special episode it. off. No, I think that's Drop it. A lot of gems. I think uh, after this being long overdue, I think we uh, we hit it right where it needs to be hit. I think awesome. it was a great episode. So on that note, where can everyone follow you on everything? Plug Riddle Mortgage on Instagram. I'm really just on Instagram right now. So Riddle Mortgage, follow us. Um, and I'm you know I'm looking forward to all the business that we're going to do together. Yeah, definitely. If you need a mortgage, if you need a, a pre-approval, call contact me. No, these guys. Call, call Jay, call Jay. <laughs> Smoking like a true leader. <laughs> if you need a pre-approval, you know who to contact. Get in contact with Cliff Cove Mortgage. Uh, we appreciate all you guys' support, man. Yeah, and thank uh, you. you know, I'm looking forward to moving with you guys even further. You know, in this in this industry. So let's do it. I'm appreciate the help. All right, that was episode 69 of the Real Estate Show podcast. <laughs> you can only say that once. I'll see you next time. <laughs> awesome. Uh, that, that was, was a great episode. episode, yeah. Thank you for tuning in to the Real Estate and Chill podcast with James Chantry and Kevin Iglesias. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Also, share this with your friends, your enemies, your mother-in-law. No, seriously, this podcast is so fucking good. You might want to tell your ex. 